Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go. It's hour two. It is a Friday. Very excited. Lot on the docket. I got to tell you something. I'm watching the Phillies last night, and I'm watching the Astros mop up. If I get Verlander and Bryce Harper in the World Series, I'm supposed to be bummed out about that? Not at all. I'm not bummed out about that. Now, I do think the playoffs would be better if you gave me Aaron Judge and the Yankees in it. Even if the Astros beat him in the ALCS, that would feel gigantic. I don't think Baltimore, the Rays, the Jays work. I, I just think, in, you know, there's just, it's very fractionalized TV audience. You need star power. Verlander pitches, I'm watching. Bryce Harper's batting, I'm watching. But the sport's fine without the Dodgers and the Braves. It's fine. Give me stars. And so I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, J-Mac, are you ready for these picks? Um, I got up this morning. There was a burn mark on my pants, and I've been so hot. I've got to turn the temperature down in my uh, place. It's just it's burning everywhere. You, you, will, <laughs> you will remember. <laughs> I did like your picks the last two weeks, Coward. I said I liked them. I, I have a feeling I'm going to like these two. Uh-oh. Are you ready to go? I am. Blazing five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins blazing five. The Ravens versus Titans. I love the Ravens minus four. You know I love favorites when the number's four. They're three and two this season, both losses by one possession. And is anybody watching Lamar Jackson? He was the highest graded quarterback last week against the Steelers. This season, according to PFF. And by the way, their offense is third in big plays. Lamar Jackson's having a hell of a season. His receivers can't catch. That won't last forever. And their defense, the Ravens' defense, since acquiring Roquan Smith from the Bears, and nobody liked that move, oh, wait, it's top one, two, and three in virtually everything. This is a really good football team that massively outplayed Pittsburgh, and I only have to give up four against the Titans' offense that has the 28th offensive line. Ryan Tannehill's having a horrible year. They're banged up at wide receiver, and they've lost six straight roadies. I'm going to swallow the four. Ravens win 27-21. 
Seahawks at Bengals. I love this one. I'm taking the Bengals minus two and a half. Joe Burrow is finally healthy. Season high completion percentage last week at 78. Burrow in the last two seasons has been awful in September. If you look at the rest of the season numbers, he's the second best quarterback in the league to Patrick Mahomes. Listen, the Seahawks have benefited. They win against the Giants and the Panthers. Terrible teams. Their O-line is injury-ravaged, and it's 30th according to PFF. They have the third-worst third-down defense in the league. They're struggling to get people off the field. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase are going to eat. The market doesn't realize the Bengals are really good. They'll learn it after this week. 26-20 over Seattle. Vikings at Bears. Bears plus three. Lousy, rainy, windy weather favors the run team. And no NFL team is more pass dependent than Minnesota. And Justin Jefferson is out. Justin Fields' last two games look pretty spicy. 67% completion percentage. Connecting with DJ Moore. The last two weeks, Justin Fields. Passing yards a game. Passer rating. Big plays. He's been truly terrific. And the Vikings are a sloppy mess. They lead the NFL with 12 giveaways. Worst turnover differential. Again, they're the most pass-dominant team in the league. It's going to be windy, wet weather. Justin Jefferson's out. Jordan Addison is hurt. And I believe in the locker room, the Jefferson injury waves the white flag. The Bears are inspired at home, feeling good about themselves, and think they can get into the playoffs and beat Green Bay and maybe Detroit. Bears win it. Take the points 24-21. Saints at Texas. I don't get this line. I'm taking the Saints minus one and a half. Derek Carr, last three games, 100 passer rating and no picks. But the defense is the story here. Dennis Allen's an excellent defensive coach. Top five in scoring defense. Total defense, pass defense. By the way, passer rating allowed by the the Saints this year, 66. Best in the NFL. The Texans... Tank Dell's out, a very talented receiver. And C.J. Stroud, we love him. Folks, these rookie quarterbacks always regress at some point. Now everybody's got film on C.J. No quarterback in league history has ever started with no picks through their first six games. I like C.J. Stroud. He's a hit. But we've got to be realistic. Nobody had film. Nobody knows what he can't do. Saints win on the road, 24-20, swallow the points. Cowboys at Chargers. I'll take the Chargers plus two and a half. They're getting healthy. Here comes Austin Eckler. He's back. Where the Chargers have struggled is fourth and one, third and three. That's Austin Eckler. The O-line's fine. Herbert's great. Keenan Allen's going to be a Hall of Famer potentially. They're not good in short yardage. Now they will be. By the way, the Cowboys' three wins are against the Giants, Jets, and Patriots. And we told you Trayvon Diggs' injury would change the defense. With him... They allowed 193 yards a game. Without him, 358. Also, the last 20 teams to face the Niners are 1-19 the following week. Chargers win it 28-24. My blazing five picks. Now, the wise guys do not like my Baltimore pick at all, but I am resolute. I believe in it. I think Lamar Jackson is having a filthy good season and his receivers are just dropping passes that will change j mac thoughts before i get to coach love the ravens 
like the Saints, love the Chargers, not sure about the other two. I don't know if I can get there with the Bears. Here's my 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 Bears is a locker room story. Mm. So young quarterback, full of hope, has back to back great weeks. I think that locker room in Chicago's on fire. They have belief right now. Whether they're right, Minnesota rumors of Kirk Cousins being traded. Now Justin Jefferson's in the IR. Mm. That locker room's like, what week is it? When's our bye? When can I get a vacation? I think it's a locker room game. And also, the weather's terrible. Run-dominant Chicago, pass-dominant Minnesota. That's one of my favorite picks. I haven't taken the Bears much in the last two years. (laughs) So if I go Bears, you know i got to like them. Eric Mangini is joining us live, Fox Sports Channel. You know, Eric just sits there. He learns so much about the sport listening. It's quite a... <laughs> I, I I am surprised on your Baltimore pick. You, you know that Lamar has thrown four total touchdowns this year, right? I, he's actually I mean, thrown six. Two have been dropped. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, there there have been some bad drops, but there's been some off-counter off, uh, off throws or not very good throws, too. I, I'm not as... I'm not as high in that pick as, as the other ones. Oh, I love man. the Bears pick. Okay, I want to go to Russ. Listen, um, I, I said this yesterday. Well, whatever, in the NFL, when you lose, it's finger pointing. It's Peyton. It's this. It's this. And the truth is, you can fix a defense pretty quickly. You hit a couple picks. You change the D.C. Um, you get young and cheap and fast Kansas City on defense. You got a great corner. Lock him up. Get a pass rush. If you don't have the right quarterback, and last night they trailed 10-0, and I'm like, the game's over. Would I feel that with Jalen Hurts? <laughs> Would I feel that with Herbert Allen? If you're down 10 nothing, and my take is, at 13 nothing, it's like, game's over. I think it's a Russ issue. I, I do, Eric. Your thoughts? I, I actually thought that Russ had made some progress in the early part of the season leading up to last night. And the issues in, in Denver have been defensive issues. And I agree, you, you can you can improve a defense pretty significantly in, in an offseason. But this defense was really good last offseason. They, they took a really good defense and, and turned it into something else, which which makes it more challenging. The, the, the other thing with Russ is there's nothing you can do, Colin. His contract is is so terrible. And and, and to, you got to make it work. You got to make it work probably through next year, otherwise you're going to be so handicapped from a salary cap perspective. But could, just, it's, it's, let, let me argue this, though. That's what everybody okay. said with the Trey Lance pick, and then they got Brock Purdy. And that's what people have said through the years when you're trapped, and then you find Russell Wilson in the third round or Dak in the fourth, is that if you do get a quarterback on that rookie deal, it mitigates at least some of the issues. Now, it does put pressure on the scouting department to hit on picks. But the truth is, Seattle's hit on so many picks that Geno Smith looks like a pro bowler. I don't think Geno is. I think they've hit on like seven, eight picks the last two years. So if they went, right now they have a number two pick. If they draft Drake May, and he is as good as we think, doesn't that mitigate some of Russ's stuff? You move off, you swallow salary cap for two or three years, you just have to hit on some picks. Yeah, you, you can you can move off it, and you definitely have to hit on on some picks at, at, at that point because you have no option to go improve the team from from a free agent free agency perspective. 
And and when you do see guys like Gino or you see guys like Baker, you see other guys who have have resurrected their career to some degree, you sit back and wonder and say, why why can't Russ be better than he is? And 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 from a, a movement stand standpoint, he's not what he was, but he still is with Sean Payton, who a lot of people consider to be arguably one of the the, the best offensive minds in, in the game. So we should be seeing a better offensive product, even though Russ Wilson isn't what what we all remember him to be. It's it's got to get better, and and both sides share share that blame. So uh, you're in Cleveland. The Sean Watson story gets weirder by the week. Uh, last week, he was medically cleared to play and didn't. Now we just find this morning he can't play this week. Good luck against the Niners. You're there. You have good contacts. This thing feels, is it all football? Is it upstairs? What is going on? It it feels terrible. He, he's coming off the best game that he had with, with Tennessee, and I really I thought he had turned the corner. And I know I shared with you since the summer that, in my mind, him versus Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson, he had the best chance to get back to, to, to where he was. And it, and it looked like that's what was happening. Then he gets this injury, and, and you hear the comments coming from the coaching staff where he's he's medically cleared to play. And it's a pain issue and those things. When you share those, those comments publicly, then everybody knows that now it's it's the player's decision. And, and you don't ever want to question someone's health because you're not in their body but when they make statements like that and and make it very clear that he is able to play pain permitting it's it's a it's concerning and 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 in cleveland the the fallout is is also worse because baker mayfield's playing so well and josh dobbs is playing well and now you're stuck with a guy that you paid you know tremendous amount of money and he's not even on the field so Dallas's situation, the last 20 teams that have faced the Niners are 1-19 the following week. You can go back to your career. There are teams where you, you feel like when you lose, you lose twice. Uh, I mean, <laughs> San Francisco, and you've been in that building, it's the best roster I have seen since the Seahawks when they had K.J. Wright, Chancellor, Russ, Max Unger. Max Unger was the ninth best player. He was a Pro Bowl center. I... I mean, I think Dallas has 13 players this week on the injury report. You'll go back to your career. Maybe it was playing those Ravens teams. What is it like to face a physically daunting team and what you have to recover from the following week? It, it's hard, and it's hard to when you got beat the way that they did yeah. with the expectations they had going going into the game. Now, what, what you'd like to see, and I think Dan Quinn will do a really good job of this, is that does also become a rallying cry. And, and we've seen on, on uh, Micah Parsons' podcast and different Dallas Cowboys players talking about how great their defense is and how this game doesn't define them. Well, let's see. Let's see how they respond. And I, I do think Dan will do a, a good job of that and, and we'll see a much uh, a much different defensive performance by, by the Cowboys this week than we saw last week. And, and then it's, it's on deck. I mean, this is he's he's made two hundred and twelve million dollars in the first three years of this contract. Like at some point, he's he's got to hold up his end of the bargain. And and he threw the three picks last week, which which is is worse since two thousand nineteen. Let's see whether or not he can recover too, and and he can he can perform anywhere near the level that that he should be performing at, coming off a loss that 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 was as disappointing 
organizationally as that one was. You know, it's interesting. The Chiefs are a little like the Patriots with Brady. They've got the Mahomes and Brady. They got the money, the endorsements, the ring, the legacy. Hall of Fits all set. <laughs> now, once you're paid, we ask you, Tom and Patrick, to win with less. So Tom's last Super Bowl win, his second best receiver was arguably James White on swing passes. It was an older Edelman and older Gronk. And that's the reality. You get the bag, but now Belichick says, okay, we'll keep the special teams and defense clean. You got to do more with less. And I watched Kansas City last night, and there's a lot of less. <laughs> they don't, I don't see anybody. Is this a Super Bowl team to you? Yeah, it, it is. And, and, and the one thing that Patrick proved is that he can be a force multiplier and he can take he can take guys you lose Tyreek Hill and, and find other other ways to win the good news for them is they do have the defense that they have and that's different than than what he's experienced over the course of the, of the bulk of his career don't love how much they have to rely on Travis Kelsey yeah that's that's he just he can't be Superman every game and and at some point one one or two of these other young receivers, and they all have talent. Yeah, have just got to. We just got to see some more consistency out of them. I'd like to also see some improvement on the the short yardage running. You know that that's been a an Achilles heel for them for it seems like forever. So so yeah, I do think this is a Super Bowl team primarily because they are as good as they are defensively. And at any point, Patrick Mahomes can be Superman. And, and you're never going to be out of a game just like we were never out of a game with Tom Brady. So the Niners don't have to worry about this for a couple years. But as you know, um, the quarterback position is different. If a guy's a great corner, you know it. He's on an island. Yeah. If a guy's a great left tackle, you know it. He's on an island. Quarterback can have a great left tackle and great weapons. He's playing <laughs> great. He's not great. He relies on many other. A great coordinator. Jalen Hurts without Steichen, a little bumpy this season. So how do you, as a former NFL coach, I said I think Brock Purdy's good, but I'm not sure he's very good. I just think he's good. We thought Dak was really good. People did early. Well, they, they had Zeke, the O-line. They had Amari Cooper. You watch Brock Purdy. How good is he? Well, he's he's really good relative to where he was taken, and 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 that's the sort of the grading scale here early on, and and this is a totally different evaluation because just like we talked about with Patrick Mahomes being a force multiplier for everybody around him, his whole team, Brock Purdy's whole team, is a force multiplier for him. Yes, like that team is just it doesn't matter who you throw to, it doesn't matter who you give the ball to. They're they're all really good, and then defensively, you're not going to have to score that many points to, to win games. And it's such a unique situation to come into for a young guy. But I give him a ton of credit, Colin, for not making mistakes. He he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He he doesn't take a ton of chances. He takes enough chances, moves around a little bit to to generate some plays. But he's not going to lose games for for San Francisco. That's that's why it makes it such a hard evaluation. You you credit him for for the good decision making, but it's hard because there's no data of him trailing. There's no data of him <laughs> having to bring the team back. There's no data of him in in any sort of adversity except for the Raiders game last year where it was tied up and he had to exactly. he had to drive the team down the field. And the second 
pass play on that drive or that drive was almost picked off. So it, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to be Justin when Fields. he has to actually carry yeah. a, a, a drive because we haven't seen it. You know, it's it's interesting. I want to pivot to Justin Fields, who the last two weeks has hit, and we know he's not getting a lot of help outside of DJ Moore. And so I said this earlier is that um, I give Justin a little bit of a pass because I'm not sure anything around him is excellent. Whereas Brock Purdy or Jordan Love, I'm going to be more punitive on because I know Matt LaFleur is capable and I know the system's good. And I know, you know, I mean, like I know Green Bay is well run. Chicago, I have lots of questions. So what do you make of Justin Fields? It seems really encouraging the last two weeks, right? Like that's not crazy to say. Like it, it clicked. It's encouraging, but I I had high expectations for the Bears going to the season, and, and you and I talked about this too with, with the volume of of guys that that they brought in offensively and drafting a, a tackle in the first round and DJ Moore and Deontay Foreman and Robert Tunyon. They brought in they brought in some guys to support Justin Fields, and and it just didn't seem like there was a lot of progress. Now hearing Justin talk about not playing to his strengths and not feeling comfortable, it seems like there's been some discussions or some sort of breakthrough between him and the offensive coordinator to the point where, where he is more comfortable. And, and, and that's a big part of it is, is you can, you can go into the season with who you want to be, but then you got to figure out who you need to be to win. Yeah. And the encouraging part for the bears is that they look like they're figuring out a little bit of where Justin Fields needs to be to win. Good stuff. Eric Mangini, have a great weekend. Good seeing you as always, Coach. Thank you, Colin. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Um, USC Notre Dame, keep your eye on that one this weekend. You bet that game, by the way? Um, You know, I don't bet college football as much as pro football. I do think Notre Dame is the side because of the weather. Now, Mm. if the weather clears in time for the game, which some are suspecting it's going to be a bumpy flight out there and really wet before the game, but game time it could be the rain could have subsided. Mm. That helps USC. But if it's sloppy, wet, and windy, that's a huge weather edge to Notre Dame. So I think it's going to be very close. And right now, my gut is Notre Dame runs the ball on USC with effectiveness and keeps Caleb Williams on the sidelines, and USC could be in a little trouble. Can Caleb Williams be a magician, which he often is late in games? He was last week. But you you know what this game's going to look like. Notre Dame's going to try to shrink the game. They're going to let the grass grow. I can guarantee you that. Right, right. They're not going to mow the grass. They're going to run it. They want it to be a short game. Get out of there. Six to seven possessions for Caleb, not nine, 10, 11. You know what they want to do with Notre Dame. And if the weather's crappy, I think they'll pull it off. But you know there's a bat signal when Patrick Mahomes is getting points. you got to take Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert getting points this week. you got to back Herbert. Caleb Williams is getting points? I know. If the weather, if it was 72 degrees... I would take USC, but if it, uh, so yeah. I, what, the, if you told me what the, if you say 12 to 15 mile an hour winds and a rainstorm, that changes everything. I'm going to get on the phone with Al Roker after the show okay. and see what, he, see, see what see he's what got. doing. Yep. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Here's my parlay. I'll take the Jags at home minus four to win and cover against the Colts, who are going with a backup quarterback. Colts outplayed them in week one. Jags will not overlook Indy. Jags minus four. Seahawks at the Bengals. Cincinnati found their groove. 
This game is urgent. They're in a very tough division. Every game matters now after a rocky start. I'll take the Bengals minus three to cover. And the Commanders with extra prep off a blowout loss, humiliated, get points, two and a half at Atlanta. Atlanta beat Houston. I don't think they're better than Houston. They just beat them. I'm going to take the Commanders plus two and a half. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the HERD. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Yeah, Tony Pollard's among 13 Cowboys on the injury report. It's the 49er effect. Um, You lose confidence, you lose momentum, uh, you lose starters, you lose practice time. So it's it's a facing the Niners is a little like guys on bachelor parties in Vegas. You come home a little embarrassed. It takes you about five days to heal. So that's what the Cowboys are going through. Good thing it's on Monday night, but the Chargers is the play here. Uh, I think there's a reality with Dallas we have to be honest about 
is that um, they cannot play trailing in games. They are, that's not the way they're built. They're a downhill team. They do not have the weaponry or the quarterback or the clever coach to come back from far behind, so they have to start quick. Austin Eckler returning is a big, big deal. Also something to remember about the Cowboys, and we said this on the air, there are certain injuries you can withstand. Totally different defense statistically without Trayvon Diggs and with him. They cannot be as dynamic. They can't take the risks. Uh, they're more stationary. Uh, they're not as aggressive. This defense is built with Micah, Trayvon Diggs to be aggressive. So Diggs out, Van Der Esch out. And defenses that are aggressive are better when they lead because they can peer in their ears back. But now Micah can't. He may have to go into coverage. He may. You're trailing. You don't know... It's a huge difference for an aggressive, talented defense to play with a lead than play from behind. Trayvon Diggs' injury changes everything. I like the Chargers. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. It's a weird slate of games this weekend where um, Patriots-Raiders is a good game. Like, I'm kind of fascinated by this. Two teams who are eh. Uh, Mac Jones, we know, has struggled, Colin. Holy cow, has that guy been bad. And his struggles have led people to indicate Belichick could be on the hot seat. Well, Belichick spoke to the media today. Are you ready for this? Indicated Malik Cunningham has been performing well in practice and is definitely trending towards seeing game action. Do you even know who that is? Yeah, he, I think played, he played in the preseason. Yeah, he, I think he's a quarterback, maybe Louisville. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Athletic he, quarterback, like, what? Malik Cunningham? Well, they have no playmakers. They have to have some. We said in the preseason. He probably in the preseason got himself playing time. They have no playmakers, which is all in Belichick because he can't draft one. Um, Mac has been benched in back-to-back blowouts, so you did hold your nose and take the Raiders. Uh, sorry, the Patriots, right? Well, no, no, no. I, 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 I will not bet this game. I think it's gross. Mm. I will not. I am done. I got burned by them on my four and one week. I took them against Dallas. I'm off this franchise. Yeah, I was on that game as well. So, do you remember these two teams met last year? And that was the game where um, Jacoby Myers like tried to do the throwback, and then like Chandler Jones scooped it and went the distance. I do. So I looked deep into that game. Like, how was it? Was the Raiders led 17-3? They were rolling the Patriots. And then, you know, Derek Carr throws a dumb pick six and it changed the game. Matt Jones passed for 112 yards. That's it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, I thought I liked the Patriots here. They couldn't move the football in the Raiders last year. Has and they're, anything and they're changed? worse offensively this year. Two for 13 on third down, one trip to the red zone. No, it's, it's they're drafting a quarterback. And also, he's alienated so many people. People in Chicago still love Justin Fields. The guys do. The coaches do. Nobody likes Matt. He alienated coaches last year. He alienated the locker room. Like, he's lost the room. It, like, this thing is, it's, it's, he, it's over. Pa- like, nobody trusts him in that locker room. Patriots Raiders may make headlines, which we're doing here in about 10 minutes. Um, I, I, and now I'm having some regret <laughs> hearing you. Uh, let's move on to Herbert and the Chargers game. Um, Chargers-Cowboys Monday Night Football. Herbert spoke to reporters for the first time since fracturing his middle finger on his non-throwing hand. Herbert says he doesn't expect any restrictions, but he will probably not be taking a lot of snaps under center. Any concern here about Herbert's non-throwing hand? 
No, I think, listen, my bigger concern is against the very good teams. Mike Williams gone for the year, so they need Quentin Johnston, the rookie, to be, you know, he's the same, he's a big receiver. So they they drafted him knowing that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams can struggle with health. So they become very dependent on Keenan Allen in the passing game, which is fine, but he's an older player who's had some injuries. So I think they need Quentin Johnston to develop quickly here to take the burden off Keenan Allen. But I think Austin Eckler is going to solve a problem they have had on short yardage situations. Eckler doesn't need everybody to be blocked to be able to get three yards. He has a way of leaning forward, making people miss. The backs behind Eckler need an opening to get yards. He doesn't. Do do you think Dan Quinn sees this Herbert injury and says... Let's just blitz the hell out of this guy. Let's attack him. Well, Let's make him, you know, he can't really hold the football with one pretty, hand. Pretty good O-line. Good luck with that. And now with no Trayvon Diggs, you're going to have your guys on an island? I mean, Mike Williams is the deep threat. You know, he's a go go up, jump up and get it. Uh, and they, he's gone. So I, do you see Quinn attacking them? Because that's when Eckler comes into play. Just get him the ball in space, the dump-offs. No Van Der Esch, who has been playing incredible this year. I think Dallas is... They could be in some trouble. Well, the good news, they got an extra day to rest, but they're 13 players. That means guys aren't even practicing. By the way, did you see that Jerry Jones showed up at practice this week? Just, you know, the owner just hands behind his back, walking around, checking things out. If they get blown out, I don't think they will. But if they lost 31-20 and it was ugly. And it's not going to be a coaching mismatch. That's what, you know, Shanahan embarrasses you. Brandon Staley may beat you. But, like, Shanahan embarrassed McCarthy. That's not going to happen here. So my takeaway is they'll, they'll you know, it'll be a fairly close game because I, the Chargers make every game close, even yeah. against bad teams. I do wonder your strategy about Cowboys can't play from behind. What happens if they do find themselves in a 14-0 deficit? Dak start pressing. Well, by the way, now Bosa may not play. What? Well, Mac is going to play. I got to check the So that, that, that my only concern in this whole thing is... If Bosa and Mack are both playing and the Chargers get a lead, watch out. Yeah. Uh, final story is uh, regarding my Jets. You know, we haven't talked about them a lot this week, Colin. I know that makes you greatly sad. Staggering stat our team uh, here pulled up. The Jets have never beaten the Eagles. 0-12. Do you know this was my la- second week in a row? The Jets were my last pick that didn't make it. You so, won a Jets? So I come in every Friday with six picks. Uh-huh. And my staff lays it out, and then I let one go. For the second week in a row, I had the Jets winning last week, and I had the Jets covering this week. Mm. Losing, but losing close. So this this is my blazing five pick. I had the Jets plus seven, losing like 24-20 or 27-23. What's the Jets' edge here? How do they cover? Well, I don't think Philadelphia's offense quite has their identity. Philadelphia's on a streak of playing okay and winning. Um, so I think they'll do it again. That's what they become this year. They win, and they don't look brilliant. And I think Zach Wilson has a newfound confidence. Philly's on the road. I think it's a competitive game. So Jets are down there left and right tackle against one of the nastiest fronts in the league. They led the league in sacks last year. Jalen Carter in the middle is dominating. Uh-huh. How do the Jets block? Well, that's not why it didn't make the Blazing Five. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that, I think this will be an ugly, low-scoring game. Huh. Okay. There you go. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. You know, I was thinking about this. Uh, the Brady-Mahomes similarities now. I was watching the Chiefs last night. So, if you if you think about it, Brady and Mahomes both have the rings, the money, the legacy. And how do you start winning Super Bowls now with less? And it's I went to Brady's last Super Bowl in New England. They had no 1,000-yard receiver. Edelman was 32. James White, on many games, was the second-best receiver or running back. 
Josh Gordon was semi-viable, struggled to stay in the league, and Gronk was old. So, I mean, it, it, it's – and so this is – this receiving core, like that one, you got one great player in Travis Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Ladarius Toney. It, it looks a lot like that New England team where you have a, a go-to guy. You had Edelman that had aged but very dependable. And a second guy, Gronk, again, mitts, catches everything, and has running backs. And so with this, it's Pacheco you really like. Travis Kelsey you like. I think Rasheed Rice is going to become their number two. I think they really like him. But, you know, and Brady and Mahomes have the talent to do it. But if you look at the offensive numbers last night, this is against a bad Denver defense. The Chiefs were four for 13 on third down. This is in Kansas City. Five and a half yards of play. So this is very much the Brady last Super Bowl where we're paying you more. We're going to keep the defense up to snuff. You got Travis Kelsey. And we're hoping a young player, you know, they hope Josh Gordon will be available at the end of the season. You're hoping Rasheed Rice can be something. It's a lot of hope. And so I think I think they're a, a Super Bowl-ish team. I think they have to go into the market and get like somebody's number two or three veteran receiver, a Chris Godwin for Tampa. That's what it feels like to me. But again, I've seen Brady do it with an old Gronk, an old Edelman, and James White. And a good defense. And this is the best defense I believe they've ever had in Kansas City for Mahomes. This is a really fast defense. Great close. I mean, they get burned. They catch up very quickly. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CCP. PG.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free. For a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. All right, we are moving Jason McIntyre's segment up one hour. Our last hour is on FS2. So this is our final segment on FS1. Next hour, Malcolm Jenkins, Bruce Feldman, college football stuff. So a great last hour, but it's on FS2. Are you mm. ready to go? Uh, we, <laughs> we're ready, yes. You were 5-0 and last week. I was. For those who have never seen this, <laughs> it's magnetic television. Tomorrow's headlines today. What will the headline be for the Ravens-Titans over in London? So I'm very excited for this game. I I was going to play basketball Sunday morning. I think I'm actually going to stay in, wake up, and watch this. It's going to be a good one. The headline will be. The headline will be. Are we going to see it? You can go ahead and read it. Oh, cheery. Oh, no. Titans can't handle English breakfast. I tried my British accent for you, Coward. I I know Mike Vrabel is a great coach, but I love the Ravens here. Lamar, two meetings against Vrabel, 120 or more rushing yards. And I'll ask you this. Like last week, we talked about the Ravens dropping two or three touchdown passes. If they connect on them and they pull away from Pittsburgh, as they should have, what's the spread here? Six? Six and a half? Like this is a really good team, but the number one factor here, Colin, Baltimore left for London on Monday, okay? Teams that leave early in the week have a lot of success. The Titans left last night, okay? You've done a lot of travel internationally. You know, it's a body clock adjustment. I would not be surprised if the Ravens kind of blew them out here. I like Baltimore big. Tomorrow's headlines today. Seahawks leave Seattle or in Cincy for the Bengals. We've had some good debate on this one. Uh, It's a good game. Very good one. Uh, Pete Carroll has had some success going east. I do believe this is a phenomenal game. The headline will be DK. Have it your way. (laughs) DK Metcalf could be in line for a big game. We don't know Awuzie, the top corner for Cincinnati, if he's going to play or not. But uh, the number, Pete Carroll traveling to the East Coast time zone, playing in that 1 p.m. time slot. Since 2018, he's 15-3. and He gets his team locked in. It's a, it's a new strategy they have. And Pete Carroll, I like the spot here. I like the defense against Chase. Keep an eye on Jamal Adams coming off that concussion. Remember how angry he was on Monday yes. Night Football to come out? 
Adams is going to be coming after Burrow on the blitz. If Burrow's not mobile, this could get dicey for Cincy. I like Seattle in a close one, outright upset on the money line. All right, to the AFC tomorrow's headlines today. I wouldn't touch this. Patriots and Raiders. This is a tough one. Listen, the numbers say if you've been blown out two weeks in a row, if you can't score, eventually in a parody-filled league, you're going to get right. The headline will be Jimmy Jeepers Creepers. Big Bill turns Vegas dream into nightmare. You're taking New England. I'm the only one. I'm on an island here. Listen, we just saw Monday Night Football. The Raiders aren't good. They're not a good football team. And everybody else is seeing the Patriots stink. That being said, did you see Patriots' offensive line getting healthier this week? That's huge. They were starting a rookie guard. He's given up four sacks already. He's out of there. The healthy starter from last year who was terrific is back in. I think if they can handle Crosby, I think the Patriots and Mac Jones can actually do things. I know that sounds bizarre. The other note that I got to say, Belichick has a history of taking away the best option. Devontae Adams was slowed on Monday night with the ankle. Only four targets. If you remove... Devontae Adams, what what offense do the Raiders have? They have not looked good. Should Jimmy G be favored over anybody by three? So give me the Patriots here. Tomorrow's headlines today. This was one that I was encouraged to bet. I didn't. I'm going to watch it instead. Baker against Goff. Lions, Bucks. what say you? Uh, two former Rams quarterbacks dueling. I'm curious who you have in this. The headline will B, David and Goliath. Detroit <laughs> reaches new heights. Listen, I am buying the Lions probably at the top of the market here, favored on the road, outdoors, where we know Goff has struggled, but the weather's not expected to be cold in Tampa. So I have this as the Detroit Lions winning a close game. They're 13-2 and two in their last 15 games against the spread. Well, they just keep winning games. Few teams are, have been this prolific in the last 15. Colin, Ben Johnson is dialing up some stuff. Tampa off a bye. Uh, Baker Mayfield was like hanging out at the uh, at a big college football game last weekend. Lions locked in. I just wonder, Tampa, Mike Evans, have you seen the uh, injury news? May not play. Not 100% off a bye? It's like, hmm. So I like Detroit in this one. I, are you on my side in this? Or? Um, if it's three and a half, I'd take Tampa for the number, but I'm not. I don't bet against Goff. He's the best quarterback against the spread in the league the last six years. Amon Ross St. Brown back in the mix, healthy yeah. again. Now, Laporta is dinged up, hasn't practiced this Boy, week. Boy, has be he a, been great. He's been excellent. I just, Ben Johnson, I, you bet on him. He's winning you money. He's been, got, OC has been phenomenal. Finally, tomorrow's headlines today Monday Night Football Cowboys all beat up in the Chargers. All right. Um, You know, we're not a huge Cowboys show here. We know that they're limited. We were not on board with Cowboys Super Bowl. We weren't. They looked bad, and Dak Prescott struggled. The headline will be, never going to giddy up. Dak is going to let you down. Um, yes, I went, I went there. I'm a sorry. Rick Astley there reference. You go. Very yes. much appreciated. And listen, Dak has been a bit of a letdown, especially playing from behind. If he doesn't have the lead, this no, Tony Pollard stuff does not look good. Leighton Van Der Esch out. Like, what are their weapons now if Tony Pollard's out? Yeah, I, I CD Lamb, double him. Who's, who's out there? Yeah, I, I, and listen, Chargers got the bad chi out of the locker room getting J.C. Jackson out before the bye. As long as Bosa goes... And Derwin James goes, I'll feel really, really good about the Chargers. I just don't see how Justin Herbert's an underdog in this spot. We know the stadium's going to be 70-30 Cowboys fans, right? I mean, the last time they played out here, it was a scene Cowboys fans galore. I just, I'm betting on the better quarterback in Justin Herbert. You like to back better quarterbacks. I don't think Dak is in Justin Herbert's Well, that's why I took Baltimore. And that's why I took the Chargers. And that's why I took Cincinnati. I took better quarterbacks this weekend. So. Not a bad strategy. I, you know, I was thinking about this. 
The Chargers and the Rams, often there are fewer fans of those teams at home games than the opponents. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about this. Do you understand what a benefit that is for the L.A. economy? L.A. is the only city in the country that not only has one NFL team, but sells out both NFL games, and it's a 60-40 road crowd. In Lambeau Field, it's 98% local guy going and having chicken wings and a beer at the local place. That's not changing the economy. And I was thinking about this the other day. Taylor Swift, Los Angeles County, noticed an economic hit when she arrived. Well, you get a sold-out NFL crowd. Last week, this town was papered with Eagle fans. They were everywhere, at the beach, at the malls, everywhere I went, Eagle fans. Isn't that crazy? We literally get a Taylor Swift concert every Sunday in the fall. That's a great point. Every other NFL fan base, 5% visitors. Here at 65%. It's amazing what this does for the L.A. economy. Bears at Chargers in a few weeks. I'll be going oh, to that game. Oh, oh my a God, lot be, of Chicago fans. Oh, <laughs> this town is full of Chicago. Mercedes-Benz, go to mbusa.com slash eqe-suv. They're all in on electric. Hour three next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.